People always ask me, where do you record your podcast at? At the crib, in my bed, on my phone, on Anchor. Anchor is free. It has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. They distribute it to all major platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. I make money off my podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Black Girl Experience sent you. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Black Girl Experience. It's your girl, Jasmine Danielle, a.k.a. your favorite hood philosopher. It is November 1st. It is 6.16 a.m. Um, today is Daylight Savings Day. We went back an hour. Um, y'all know that I always be up during the witching hours, which is 3 a.m., and I'll never go back to sleep. So I've been up for a while, and I was just thinking about a lot of shit. Um, also, when I woke up, my fucking forearm and my hand was asleep, and like, I don't think my I don't think my forearm has ever fell asleep. So that shit, my my whole arm felt like it was in the sunken place. It was it was pretty wild. I was a little I was low key scared. Like dog, this shit feel crazy as hell. So anyway, I've been up for a long time, but I felt called to give y'all this message of what I was thinking about since I couldn't go back to sleep. So the name of today's episode is Silencing Your Kid in Silver Linings. So first I want to talk about silencing your kids. Um I think that um, we talk a lot about breaking generational curses. Like, I feel like that's a a theme in today's society. But I think that we got to understand that we got to break generational curses from every aspect. It's not just financially, like, you got to teach your kid about credit, about, you know, all of that stuff. You got to break generational curses within your family as far as, like, the way that your children was raised and, you know, your parenting and all. Like, it's so it's so many different things that have to change within, within our generations. Um, and so one of the things that I was thinking about is just, like, how people silence their kids and how right now as an adult, and we all are talking about mental health and all of that all the time. And we're talking about childhood trauma and all the things. Like, yeah, as we are actively trying to heal our childhood trauma, we are raising kids. So, to some extent, your child is going to suffer from childhood trauma as well, based on how you're raising them. And one thing that I've recognized is that... um a lot of the issues that I have now as an adult are because I was silenced as a child or, you know what I'm saying? Or, or nobody gave me, um, what I needed. Like as far as whether it be like attention or love or what, you know what I'm saying? Whatever it may be. But the, the things that were issues for me as a child are issues for me as an adult. And right now I'm actively healing that and I'm making changes and I talk about all the time about how, like, I feel like now I'm at a place where I've activated my throat chakra and I speak up for myself. And, all. and you know what I'm saying? I feel like those, those issues come from 
childhood because the same thing happened then like even though and I talk about this a lot how like nothing happened to me as a child for whatever reason I I didn't speak up I I literally tell y'all about how my dad used to joke and be like Jasmine you clamming up you won't you won't say what's wrong you know what I'm saying so even as an adult like I would be just because for number one like I don't like confrontation I don't like to make other people feel awkward I don't like to you know what I'm saying just what all of these little people pleasing codependency issues have um caused me to always get the short end of the stick in relationships and stuff like that so you just need to be conscious of the way that you treat your child um, when you shut them out, when you make them feel like they can't express themselves and stuff like that, that that's going to harbor like into into a crazy issue as an adult. So people definitely need to be mindful of those things. Um, I know that like I try my best as a parent to be better than what my parents were I try to really um take a step back and really just like analyze the the issue the things that I felt were issues for me as a child and you know I just try to be conscious of the way that I treat my child and make sure I'm not moving the same way that my parents move because my parent like even just between them as parents as an adult and me being able to examine the situation now it's like besides y'all having a fucked up relationship and all that y'all did a lot of fucked up shit as parents you know what i'm saying that y'all tried to do to each other and niggas was being spiteful or just the things that they did to each other affected me and you know what i'm saying And, and i don't think that's what a lot of people don't understand and that's why it's important that when you get in relationships with people that you be with a mature person that you be I talk about being with somebody that's emotionally intelligent and stuff like those things matter because your children suffer from those situations when people you know what I'm saying when 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 it's a kid raising a kid and I don't know I guess you know like I always say life is a a learning experience and you you know what I'm saying but it's a lot of shit that people should not have to go through you know what I'm saying and it's just very important that we we acknowledge these things um I was just thinking about how like um you know my relationship with my son is very very different from the relationship that I have with my parents it's my relationship with my son is kind of similar to the relationship that I have with my dad because me and my dad was super close I feel like um I feel like the way his parenting, you know, I feel 50-50 about his parenting. I feel like it was good, but I also feel like it was flawed because um, it was good because we had that, that good relationship that was also like a friendship. We had like open communication for the most part. Um, he was a lenient parent. He didn't really, you know what I'm saying? Not too strict. So you, I felt like I had freedom or whatever, but that also, and by him being that way and giving me freedom, like I didn't, but that didn't make me feel like, oh, well, let me take advantage. I was never a kid that took advantage of my freedom. So, you know, all of that stuff was good. Um, and I feel like he was, I feel like my dad is a realist. I think that's why 
my outlook on life and all of that. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like my personality overall, I think I get that from my dad. So in that aspect, it was good. Flawed because I I don't really think he recognized the importance of the balance that's needed in a child's life from the parents. And that's not to say, because my dad got remarried a few times. He always had a woman around. So I did have, um, like, representations of of women in my life. You know, I had a a quote-unquote mother figure in my life, but um, I don't... And I did have relationships with those women, but I don't know. I had relationships with them, but it's just, I I just feel like the way that I try to have a relationship with my child is not how they, but I guess when you're not somebody mama is, you know, you kind of do, you don't want to do too much. I don't know. It's weird, but, um, I don't know. I just, they were there and it's not like, cause I like the women that he had around, but just as, as far as having like a strong influence or presence in my life. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. That's why it's important. Cause even though they was there, it's just important to have that relationship with your parent, you know? So even though I had people around that were stepmoms or girlfriends or whatever, like I still didn't have a mom though. You know what I'm saying? And, and that, and once again, um, another thing with my dad was that of course my dad was there. He took care of me. I never wanted for anything, but he, was not able to um be there for me like emotionally you know what I'm saying that's why like I have I guess that's why I have a a very hard time expressing my emotion and that's the thing you know what I'm saying because guys are not really emotional beings so you would get I wasn't really nurtured you know what I'm saying like mothers are very nurturing so I didn't get nurtured as a child because I was being raised by my dad. So I wasn't being nurtured and I didn't have that emotional attachment with the woman. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I struggle with those areas in relationships as an adult. Um, so from that aspect, like, that's why, like, I, I don't know, but also I'm, I'm a mother. So I guess that's why it's different with my son as well. So with, with my son, me and his father are no longer together. But we are both still in his life. But we have to co-parent. And, um, you know, it's it's crazy to watch because all you can do is just be the parent in your body. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I can't tell his daddy how to parent him. I can't, you know what I'm saying? Whatever he do over there is what he do over there and I you can't really have no say so about that you know what I'm saying so you you raising you raising somebody with two with two different parenting styles you know what I'm saying and it's so crazy because you think like first of all we was young when we was together so that that's just number one you gonna you gonna grow you gonna change you gonna you know become the person that you're supposed to be and you don't really know that when you young when you dating when you have a kid with somebody so fast forward to today it's like we two different people these are two different lives you know what i'm saying and then you got a co-parent and it and it's, it be hard i'm not gonna lie co-parenting is hard as fuck but um 
my parents wasn't even really co-parenting for real. Like, it was pretty much just my dad. Like, I would see my mom every now and then. So, it wasn't really a co-parenting thing. But just in my situation, like, I'm, I'm just trying to be very, very conscious of my parenting and the way that I'm raising my child. I'm very proud. It's hard, but I'm very proud of myself. I'm very, very proud of myself because I know that I'm a great-ass mother. I know that. Nobody could take that from me. Nobody could tell me that I'm not. And I and it's so funny because I know. <laughs> I know that there are people out there are people out there that wish that I was a bad mom. It's people out there that wish that I was a bad mom. They wish that I would fail. They wish, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's very evident to me that people wish that. But keep wishing. You can wish all you want. It, it, it's that's not what this is but I will say um one thing that I was thinking about today was like you know I try to be very conscious I keep talking about how I try to be very conscious about the way that I'm raising my son I know what I want to do differently as a parent um I and one thing that I've always known since since a child since I was a child I always knew that my relationship as a mother was going to be totally different from what my relationship with my mom was. I knew I knew from a child. I was like I'm never going to have this type of relationship with my mom ever. That was that was embedded in me since a child. So one thing that I was thinking about this morning was like, you know, sometimes I'd be kind of upset at the relationship with my mom and I hate that like our relationship is so awkward I hate that you know I don't know sometimes I be feeling like I hate the way that I came up but the silver linings in this the silver linings and silencing your kid and you know just looking at how I was raised the silver lining and all of that is like I wouldn't be this great mother if I didn't have a mediocre-ass relationship with my mom, I wouldn't be the great mother that I am if I didn't have the mediocre relationship that I had with my mom. And it's so funny because it's like, well, because, you know, it would be different. And I don't, and how so, I, I don't really know. But I think about how there are people out there that had both parents, you know what I'm saying, and had all of that. And their relationships with their kids be like mediocre, it be bare minimum. It don't be like it, it's 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 so funny looking at relationships with parents and children. Cause you could be a it ain't shit to be a parent. It's a lot of parents out there. You know what I'm saying? First of all, anybody could be a parent. Anybody could lay down and have a baby. You know what I'm saying? But you know the difference between when somebody's just a parent and when like you're a mother or you're a father and you had that relationship with your kid you know what I'm saying anybody could just be a parent but it's different with that so like like I was saying you know I know people that have had parents that was together and they had this um you know the white picket fence lifestyle and they came up like that and they and they they relationships between them and their parents is mediocre or it's bare minimum and then you know, they become parents and then it's like, mm, I'm just a parent. So, um, I think, you know, with, with the way that my, my upbringing was, like I said, and I guess a part of that is because 
me knowing at a young age, like I'm gonna, I always knew I was gonna be a great mother because of the relationship with my mom. So, you know, that's what it took for me to be who I am to my son. And so, I, you know, I guess that's the silver lining. But it's very, very important that um, y'all really evaluate the relationships that y'all have with y'all children. And kind of check in. Check in with your kids. You know what I'm saying? I'm, man, some, I don't even understand how some people have kids. Like, you see some people and be like, why did you even have this motherfucker? You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all, maybe you should have got an abortion. Because some people hate their kids. Some people hate being parents. And it shows. You know what I'm saying? I hate when I see people mistreat their kids or just like dismiss them disregard their feelings it's like y'all just think being a parent is just waking up throwing some throwing a nigga some pancakes and some bacon sending them to school um putting clothes on their bag like that's not being a parent bro that's not being a parent you you got a whole bond with your kid a whole relationship with your kid you raising this person to become somebody that's gonna be you know what i'm saying a citizen in society you want to you want to raise a good human you want to have a good relationship with your kid like some people and that's the thing like i don't i feel like that's also just a testament a testament to how people just walk through life like you know what i'm saying like people literally just be here existing and not living you know what i'm saying and it shows in their relationships but I think that people definitely have to check in with their kids. Definitely talk to your kids. You know what I'm saying? Another big thing that's important to me is, like, listening to your kids. Especially if if they are trying to express to you how they feel. Um, and that's one thing that I love about my son. I love that my son is a feeler. I'm, I need to uh, look at his birth chart again. He's an Aries, which is a fire sign. You would think he was a water sign. That nigga is a feeler. But I think it's because of how I'm raising him. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't want my son to grow up and be one of these grown-ass niggas that act like they don't know how to express their feelings to a woman. Or, I don't know. Or, no, man, I've been numb my whole life. Like, you're a fucking human being. You have feelings. It's okay to express them. You ain't got to be a crying-ass nigga or no shit like that. But you have feelings. So that's one thing that I I really admire about my son is that he's a feeler. He going to express how he feel. You know what I'm saying? And I feel bad for kids that do try to do that and and their parents don't listen to them. Or you guys, you know what I'm saying? One thing that's like really big um and I don't I don't know why this is making me think about this, but like cuz I don't really know the whole story, but uh you know, I've been seeing all that stuff about like Tamar Braxton about how like she dealing with mental health issues and stuff. Somebody was telling me that um and y'all know she tried to commit suicide not too long ago. But somebody was telling me that, uh, you know, one of the reasons that she was having all them mental health issues and stuff like that is because uh, she was abused for like 10 years as a child or something. I don't, abused how? I'm not sure in what way. But like they were just saying like it's like a lot of issues between their family or whatever. And so they were saying like that's one of the reasons why you know, she comes off as the one that's always loud and obnoxious and just do the most or whatever. And it's, and, and you got to think that 
children that either don't get attention or something has happened to them or something like that they do things like that for attention you know what i'm saying so you just have to be mindful of those things and a lot of things do happen to children unfortunately you know what i'm saying children go through a lot of traumatic things um you know it'd be a lot of you got those families that got like the family secrets and it'd be people in the in the families that be sexually abusing kids and stuff like that and you got to think of situations like that when it's children that try to tell their parents something and they don't believe them or they make them shut like what or just disregard what the fuck they saying like we don't give a fuck what you're talking about you know stuff like that ends up becoming some type of emotional blockage as a child and you grow up with all of that with that inner trauma uh, that you never dealt with and never healed from and then you walking around in relationships like that with all that hurt you know what i'm saying and people wondering why you are the way that you are and you ain't never you and you ain't get to express it or you try to express it as a child and it was disregarded or you was dismissed you know what i'm saying because people was just out there being parents and they didn't give a fuck about having that relationship with their kids so you know that that's i'm i'm really about this healing shit and i really don't want my son to you know what I'm saying deal with the emotional issues that I had to deal with because that shit fucks you up as an adult you know what I'm saying and it carries over into your relationships and stuff like that so that's why it's so important to try to heal that childhood trauma just heal whatever you know is inside of you and that's why like people be joking about that therapy shit and about how black you know we this whole narrative for black people the, the strong black woman the strong black man you know we we didn't deal with everything under the sun slavery all that shit so it's like we so used to being strong and just dealing with shit that that that's all that we know so we damn near be going crazy in the fucking mind because we got to be strong and this is all that we know when like niggas really be needing help Niggas really do need to go to therapy. Niggas really do got a lot of emotional shit that they got to get out. You know what I'm saying? And that's why relationships be so fucking crazy. Because we dealing with all of this shit that we had to deal with. And just think about it. Like, even if you think about it from like a health aspect. So when I decided to change my life and go vegetarian and even this, um, you know, I started working out consistently this past year in january you not just gonna become this fitness guru or just have a fucking six-pack because you started working out in january if you've been eating bullshit your entire life for 30 years if you don't work out consistently if you ain't you know what i'm saying none of that is just gonna change overnight so why do you feel like the shit that goes on inside of you all of your emotional blockages, all the emotional trauma, the childhood trauma, everything that you've been through in your life. You think you're going to work on that shit for one day and some shit is going to change? This is 30 years of trauma. This is 30 years of emotional blockages. You think that shit going to change overnight? Absolutely not. So you got to understand that this shit is a process. Healing is a never-ending journey. You're never going to stop healing. Every day we continue to change. Every day is something new. You know what I'm saying? You you gonna be working on yourself until the day that you transition up out of this bitch. So you're never gonna be completely healed. Is is you know what I'm saying? But I want to be with somebody that's actively healing. I want to be with somebody that's going to acknowledge 
all of, you know what I'm saying? All of the shit that they've been through. I want to be with somebody that's acknowledging, like, I have these issues. This is something that I'm working on. I'm trying to become a better person. I'm trying to change. I'm trying to be a better me. I'm trying to be a better me for the people in my life. You know what I'm saying? So that's the type of person that I want to be with that's going to acknowledge that shit. I can't just be with somebody that's just blindly walking in the world and just, oh, this is just the way I am. I'm just a fucked up person. You got to deal with it. Nah, you need to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? And that's another thing. I feel like people be feeling like people got to deal with they baggage and all. Nigga, I ain't even got to deal with my own shit. You know what I'm saying? You. That's the thing. You don't have to deal with your own. You, you got a lot of bullshit yourself. You don't even have to deal with your own bullshit if you decide to make the change and be like, I'm going to be on my shit. You don't even have to deal with your own bullshit. So why the fuck do you think I got to deal with yours? On top of the fact that if somebody truly loved you and cared about you, they wouldn't want you to be taking on bullshit and drama. and all. You know what I'm saying? A person that I used to talk to, that was one of his things from the jump. Like he had a lot of baby mama issues, a lot of baby mama drama. Number one, I'm not coming to the table with that. I don't have baby daddy drama. I don't have issues. You know what I'm saying? And if I did, I would be actively trying to work that shit the fuck out for my child, for myself, because I want peace in my life. Who, why, for the life of me, I don't understand why people want to beef with the mother or the father of their child. Why do you want to live in a constant state of chaos every day with the mother of your child or with the father of your child? Why do you want drama in your life every day? Not even relationships down the line like, oh, fuck my cousin, me and my cousin beefed out. You ain't got to see your cousin every day. You ain't got to talk to your cousin every day. If you got a kid with somebody, you damn near got to talk to them every day. You know what I'm saying? You got to have a relationship with them good enough to be cordial because y'all got a fucking kid. Why would you want that to be chaotic? Why would you want that to be toxic? People are so used to dysfunction that they don't know how to function without it. That has to change. That has to change. I don't want that for my child. I don't want that for myself. I don't want to live in dysfunction. I don't want to live in toxicity. I ain't gonna lie, that that Justin LA boy on Instagram, them memes be funny as fuck. Ha 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 ha. But it's people that really live that life. Like, ooh, yeah, I relate. Like that really resonates with people because that's all that they fucking know. And like I said, to a certain extent, that shit is funny. Do I want do I want that to be a reflection of my life? Absolutely not. Why do y'all want that? Why do y'all like to trauma bond? Why do y'all like to engage with people off of dysfunction? That's not fun to me. That's not okay to me. And maybe because I'm past it and I didn't live that life for so long, I don't want, I want peace in my life. I don't want to be around hesitation. I don't want to be around confusion. I don't want to be around drama. I don't feed off of that. I don't thrive off of that. I don't want to gossip. I don't want to do mediocre shit. I don't want to have mundane conversations. I don't want to live in the matrix. I don't want to 
wake up and do the same shit every day and be unhappy. I don't want to live that life. So my relationships are going to be a reflection of that. The environments that I'm in is going to be a reflection of that. I want better for my son. And unfortunately, even though I'm doing the best that I can and I'm giving him every fiber in my body to to give him the life that I feel like he deserves, he's still going to suffer from some type of trauma. You know what I'm saying? Even though I'm trying to be this this great person, this great mother from him for him, I still got to co-parent with a person whose perspective is not the same as mine. We don't see life from the same lens. So imagine how hard that is. Imagine trying to sew together a bag or a a quilt or say you're trying to sew together a quilt you sewing this shit how you want to you put the colors in how you want to you making the design how you want to oh damn it gotta go to the other owner sitting over there and they gotta sew that shit up however the fuck they want to they could take it down and start that bitch over and then send it back over to you that's what co-parenting is that's what co-parenting is so but if y'all have a good relationship if y'all can try to you know come to some type of understanding come to some type of agreement you know maybe maybe it can work out for the better but that's hard it's hard to get to that place and y'all know um i advise that y'all go listen to the episode that I did on the Coolest Lames podcast, they on all platforms. Go listen to the episode that I did on there. We talked about blended families and parenthood. And we all came from blended families. We all came up from crazy situations. You know what I'm saying? We all we all were split up from our siblings. That shit is wild. That shit is really wild. So, don't silence your kids. Talk to your kids. Have relationships with your kids. Have a bond with your kids. Let your kids express themselves. Another way that kids need to express themselves, like, you know, I feel like people, I feel like people be too hard on kids. I know, and that's the thing. So, so this is the thing. People are hard on their kids. I'm not saying don't discipline your kids. You know what I'm saying? Um, me personally, I'm not really into whooping or beating your kids. I don't have to do that to my kid. I don't have to. Because number one, he's not a bad kid. He listens to me. Like I said, I have a lot of adult-like conversations with my son. My son is going to be very wise beyond his years. He He's going to be a very enlightened child. So I don't have to do all of that with him. But um, you definitely need to discipline your kids. But, um, dang, I always lose my train of thought. Um, you should discipline your kids. But oh, I was saying people too hard on their kids. Um, you know, even like <laughs> I was on Instagram one day. And I'm like, 
my son had crushed up a whole pack of Oreo. First of all, he took all the white stuff out the middle of all the Oreos and put that in a bowl. Then he crushed up all the Oreos. And um, I don't know what he, what the fuck he was about to do. But I caught him mid-act. And I'm like, of course. He got in trouble. I didn't, I didn't whoop him. I didn't beat his ass because he did that. Like, I think people still... So in a moment like that, I think that people still have to understand... He's a kid. And I'm not saying he he didn't get reprimanded. Like, you know, I told him, don't don't do that shit no more. Like, first of all, I had to have the conversation with him. Like, did you really think this was smart? You thought this was a good idea to crush up all of these or like, you know, like what were you doing? So we had that conversation. And then you shouldn't just yell at your head, don't fucking do that. Da, da, da. That that you're first of all, you're traumatizing them. You're fucking traumatizing them, yelling at them, trying to instill that fear or whatever. Fuck, but whatever. Raise your kids how you want to. So I sat there. I had the conversation with him. Like, did you really think this was a good idea? You know what I'm saying? What were you doing? Whatever. We had that conversation. Then we have the conversation about being wasteful and how things cost money and why you can't just crush up a whole pack of Oreos. So since since that day, since that moment, do you think he's crushed up another pack of Oreos? No, he has not. Because all I had to do was fucking tell them. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to beat your kid's ass to be like, you know, you don't have to do that. So, but like I said, raise your kids how you want to. I don't know. This is how I'm raising my kid. But, um, so something like that. So even in that moment, you know, whatever, I forgot why he was crushing up the Oreos. But in that moment, that that's a child using their creative energy they creative juices and stuff like that so when you beat the fuck out of your kid for number one for being a kid and then for you know trying to do whatever another thing the other day i think this was just yesterday him and my niece uh it was a, like a big jumbo pen they took that bitch apart it was in the bathroom it was like some water water in like the pen i'm like what was y'all doing bro you know what i'm saying but that's the thing kid kids are going to be kids you know what i'm saying you you mad because you got a fucking kid that want to play with toys and do and do do what fucking kids do because they want to have fun and play and explore and you know what i'm saying that's a whole part of being a, a, a creative being and all of that so while you over there beating the beating them to a pulp for you know what i'm saying whatever it is whatever creative energy that they are expressing or however they're trying to express themselves creatively or do whatever you taking that from them you know what i'm saying now i'm not saying that kids shouldn't get in trouble like i said it depends on your parents and how you raising your kid i'm not saying don't discipline your kid my kid came to me on some shit today and i had to break down to him you know no you upset about this but i had to tell him why whatever happened happened for that situation so, you know, discipline your kid. Let them know why what they did was wrong, why they have to do. You know, I don't believe a, a thing that our parents used to do because I said so. Because I said, that's, no, I'm going to tell my son why. Once again, we have these adult-like conversations. This is why. This is why I'm telling you to do this. This is why, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. But for me, that seems to be working. And my son is very very intelligent very smart like i said light years ahead that he's been here before and i don't know he he's a different type of kid he's being raised differently it's gonna show it's going to show so 
Um, and he go get into he get into with his spirituality early, and then it'd be little stuff that um, makes me or that is confirmation to me that he's already on some type of a, a, a spiritual journey or in tune is because he's already in tune with the universe. He he's a fucking my kid is a fucking scholar. That's number one. He knows all about the solar system, all about the planets. Um, he is into astrology a little bit. Um, he would, I didn't know if it was a phase or not, but like the past couple years on Christmas, he won all the geology sets with the rocks and the, and the, and the crystals and the stone. Like, so he's on to something with that. You know what I'm saying? But you got to let your kid be a kid. You got to let them be the creative being that they are so that they can flourish as an adult. I don't want to teach my kid that you got to go to school, you know, you got to go to school and become a worker because that's really what they condition your ass to do. That's really what they condition your ass to do is to be a fucking worker um, and to listen to all these bullshit ass rules and go to college and get all this fucking accumulate all this debt if you don't get a full scholarship or whatever or if you're not an athlete. You know what I'm saying? And then being debt and all, all that bullshit. No. And I'm not saying that education is not important. But the whitewashed education that we all got in school, hell no. So that I was glad. That, I'm not glad that COVID happened, but I see that it was a blessing in disguise. I had already been thinking about the homeschool route for my child. And you know what I'm saying? Because they don't, they teach black children bullshit in school. We literally get one month, the shortest month of the year, to learn about our ancestors, to learn about our culture and all. How? How is this beneficial to my child? And they don't teach you the shit that that you need to know when you get out into the real world. The shit that I learned in school don't apply to nothing that I'm doing today. I don't need none of that shit. So, you know, I'm just a different type of parent. (laughs) And I'm more than a parent. But like I said, you know, that, that was the silver lining in it all for me. And I thought about that this morning, like... If I wouldn't have had the mediocre relationship that I had with my mom, I wouldn't be the great mom that I am today. So, you know, would I rather my son have to suffer and have to be like the relationship that I had or do I or would I want the hard part and then break the cur- break the generational curses and so that my son could be better. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, he could carry this on and it could be a change. Like this guy, it got to be the change. It stopped with me. Like, it got to stop with you. You got to be the one. You And I really just feel like collectively, I feel like this is the generation to do it. Because you look at how everything in the world is changing because, because of us. So, you got to be the one to break the generational curses in your family. It's hard as fuck. This ain't no easy-ass task. It ain't no overnight task. None of that. But... You got to be a strong motherfucker to do this. You you got to be equipped. You got to be called. But you cuz I don't yeah, I feel like you definitely got to be called to do this. So like I am the new ancestors, okay? I am the Martin Luther King. I am the Malcolm X. You know what I'm saying? I am the Harriet Tubman. I am <laughs> I am those people. I'm that's what I'm going to be for my family. Black girl experience is going to be a legacy, a whole fucking legacy. <laughs> you okay? I told y'all I'm the, the Harriet Tubman of healing. Is that what I said? I said something. 
I, I got y'all niggas on, on the underground railroad to healing. Niggas think, oh, I, I started a clothing line. This is gonna, I'm gonna pass this down to my kids. That's cool. Can you pass down healing to the next generation? Because that's big. That's gonna be big for your family. So stop silencing your kids and see the silver linings. I hope that y'all enjoyed this episode. It's about to be 7 a.m. I got a massage schedule for today, a CBD massage schedule for today. So I am super excited about that. Um, I hope y'all set y'all intentions last night for that full moon. It was a, a blue moon. Once in a blue moon. That's when it's two full moons in a month. And that's not going to happen again for another, I don't know how many years. So if y'all niggas ain't set y'all intentions last night, it's a wrap. You missed it. You missed out on your financial blessing. You missed out on your financial blessing. I did. Uh, I watched the the sound bowl Reiki with um, Big Empress Energy. So good vibes, good energy. I love her uh, her intro on her on her video. She be like, "I'm sending you beautiful, bountiful blessings. Be open to receiving them." <laughs> For real, that's how you gotta be to blessings. You gotta be open to receiving. Period. So yeah, that's all I got for y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Make sure that you follow me on all platforms at Podcast Bay. I'm Real Podcast Bay on Twitter. Subscribe to the podcast. Rate it five stars. Leave a review on why you love the Black Girl Experience. Subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Like the videos. Comment. Hit the notification bell so that you never miss a motherfucking upload. That's all I got for y'all. I'm out. <laughs>